No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. How are we going? Are we going? Are we Am going? I too close? Did I hit record? Am I too close to you? Um, Melanie. Yeah. Are you uncomfortable? Are you? Yeah. Am I making you uncomfortable? I'm you guys. <laughs> hey now. Very. No simple road it family. Do it. Hey now. No simple road family. I don't sound like that. <laughs> kind of. I do not. Hey now. Hi. Hey now. 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 Hey
So, a geek, two. Uh, <laughs> so. I said a hip hop, a hip, a hip, it's a hip, 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 Oh, two years so ago. What you hear? Oh, sorry. Two, sorry, sorry. We're getting close to copyright now. <laughs> two years ago, when we moved to Oregon, right behind our house, they were building this fabulous, Word? magnificent retirement community, and it was like barely pouring the foundations. And here we are, almost two years later. And they're still, they're still fucking building constructing well, they're way this more place. Past the foundation, though. As you can hear in the background, there's still construction happening. But it's I'll tell you thing. what. Aaron just has to have something to complain about. As far like, as far as the Las day, Vegas, they would have built. They would have built that shit in two months. In oh yeah, Las in Vegas. Vegas, you would have woke up one morning and it would have been, been done. Yeah, it would have already gone out of business and been sold and become something else. Now it's a strip club. Yeah. But if, as far as retirement communities go, this place has its own fucking vineyard. Yeah, it's I'm just rad. saying. Oh so, All I know is I'm, I'm gonna go harass them when they open and be like, "We want free wine for life." Yeah, hey, for putting up with two years of noise. Years. Anyway, hi guys, welcome back. It's another fun-filled, magical, mystical tour down the road. No simple up? road, and this this is what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> And he's reading this from a fucking piece of paper. I, I am not. That came out it's of like my everything, my beautiful mind and heart. Show, he writes. Out Thank the you, whole Alex. Thing. He he writes it all so out. So much preparation everything. into his words. He even gives the uh, interviewees scripts to read off of. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> hi guys. Hi. This week is Sala, and Sala is um, a mythical figure in. Grateful Dead Land and Instagram World and in Los Angeles. He is the brains and brawn behind the LA Grateful Dead Night, which has become quite a phenomenon over the past few months. Um, if you haven't checked it out, you should go to lagratefuldeadnight.com and check that out. And you'll hear more about it, <clears throat> excuse me, in the interview to come. Um, it's pretty cool stuff, man. Which because you were working. No, work. We missed you. We did we miss did. you, and we talked about you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count. It doesn't count? No. All right. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? I just wanted to be part of it. You're part of it now. Yeah, See, you, you're part of it. You're part of yes. the episode. You can't say you were not part <laughs> of the Now you're part of the episode. Everyone is listening to you be part of the episode right now. It's going to drop off. The second we're done, it's going to drop off. <laughs> Darwin said. Darwin wants to be he part of the I episode. I part of it. Anyway, so I'm going to do the business, and then we're going to get to it because we're hungry. Instagram, Patreon, audio. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Our YouTube channel is up and running. Check us out on YouTube. Head over there, youtube.com forward slash no simple road and subscribe to our channel. Um, that's a way for you guys to listen to the shows. And Darwin is bumping the shit out of the table. And you probably hear it on the mic. And I that's fine. Mom's giving me anyway, Darwin, you're weird. And Thank you. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. That's also where you can find out about news about the show, new merchandising. Um, what else, guys? Videos of fire and uh, yeah, that Instagram. 
and then Patreon. So the forum. Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. This is the thing, man. We've spoken to you guys several times now. And if you listen to the Dark Star recap episode, I laid out a whole thing of why Patreon's important and why it's why a thing for this show. So daunting? And <laughs> Patreon, why it's important. I, because we're building something fucking rad and we have some really super, super cool Patreon subscribers. I Julia, was, I was what getting up? there. I would, I, I'm, I was, I'm speeding it up, guys. What up? Thank yeah. you so much. Shout out to you. you Buzz freaking special thing buzz. buzz you little angel you keep on squirming your way into our heart and we love every second of it buzz is a squirmer he's a squirmer sure. and we're all about it and then crystal crystal and blaze you guys are hitting it every point of the way all those three um, people that i just mentioned oh let me drop the bomb on number four carrie you know where you're at and who you are we love you i am cooking something special for you and all of these not people, literally cooking if, if she well, was cooking, cooking something it would something definitely be cold by the time it got there well yeah. how do you know it wasn't supposed to be cold like taffy yeah. or something you don't know taffy's yeah. not good cold it would break your teeth anyway carrie buzz julia crystal page Preston, Lucas, all you Justin, dudes. everybody well, that Ju- I'm mentioning, Julia and, and James. anybody, I'm sorry, James, James, I forgot to too. throw James in there, but um, everybody that I just mentioned, thank you so much for helping to us to get one step closer to that magical place that we are building. So, if you're part of the <laughs> newsletter, and if you want to sign up for that, you go to nosimpleroad.com, and you click on the family, and that's where the newsletter's at. If you're part of that, you saw this week I sent out, we had some ideas over the past week about what we're going to do with Patreon and all of that. And, you know, it's cool to give on Patreon and we fucking appreciate it, man. It's what keeps the show going and, and pays for everything now. And it's rad. Well, that's no, you but should I, skip over that. But, it pays for everything but, now. But I want to add something to that. I don't feel like it's fair for you guys that are giving on Patreon to get the exact same thing that everybody else is getting too. So what we're doing is we're adding content to the Patreon. If you're a Patreon subscriber, we've been filming some videos and we're going to do like, you know, a weekly little maybe half hour long thing that you'll only be able to get if you're on Patreon. So that's some stuff that, you know, if you want to get more involved with the show, you want to find out more about us and what's going on and laugh and cry and whatever with us, then that's the way that you can do it. Um, See Aaron giving me dirty looks when I talk over them, I can cut them off. You guys rolling, can't see the look I'm going right his now. Eyes. I'm, my eyes, Kim. if they they were going to roll right out of my head, yeah. actually. You're so funny. Ah. Oh, she's anyway. hilarious. And now you made me forget where I was at. So it's going to be even longer. So you guys can thank Melanie for this long intro. Welcome, Trying guys. to speed it up and slow it down. <laughs> Go on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us some feedback and a five-star review, guys. That's how other people can find out about the show and go. we go up in the rankings and all that. And, and you've heard that a million times. the way? Just if you think somebody else likes the show, just tell them. Like, be like, oh my God, I've listened to something really awesome. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Use your word. Words. Word of mouth. Talking. Yeah. Talking is words. cool. You never, Use your you word. Never say that once. Yeah. Tell a friend. Let's play that game. Tell a friend. Let's play tell a friend. 
Tell a friend. Tell a friend about No Simple Road. Hashtag tell a friend. So, speaking of hashtags. What? If you're at a concert or you're eating a super delicious taco. Or donut. Or if you're watering your garden or if you made Chinese food. Come on, help me out here, guys. Or if you... Man, no, last time we told them to do to take pictures of their pets, and nobody did that. Yeah, man, come nobody on. I want to see some pets. What about, I like What pets. about, like, Grateful Dead socks? Let me see your dogs. <laughs> what about them? It's Alex, everybody. What's up? I want to see your Grateful Dead socks. <laughs> I okay. want to see your dogs. You guys are Show me your weird. dogs. You guys... Show me your dogs. So... Hot cats. dogs or any yeah, other kind. The way that... Yeah, yeah. Or feet in Grateful Dead socks, <laughs> also called dogs. Chinchillas. You got a Show chinchilla. me your chinchillas. I asked for this. I did. Yeah. With and for the record, I totally Aaron asked wanted that. me to come be interrupting and annoying. Show me your I was birds. in my room minding my own business, and then he came and got me. Now, I want to see your now birds. Now he's getting pissy and because yep. we're interrupting. Hey, and no. This is what he wanted. All kinds he of asked for what he wants, he gets it, books? and then he gets yeah, mad that he's gotten it. Got. And then he said, oh, this is annoying. Everybody talking on the mic at the same time. Nobody can hear anything. Blah, blah, blah. People love it. So just for the record, And also, it's who we are. I love how Ryder just bends down over the microphone yeah, to talk into the mic. I am. Yeah. I don't and me. You, right? You're too close. <laughs> you, you, am I close now? Yeah, that's no. perfect. Is this, is this making can, you uncomfortable? I, can, I don't know I if can anyone, anyone can see this. I can hear your breath but in my But my face is literally on Apple's face. It is. The it's way up. that we can see your pets and your donuts and your tacos <laughs> is by you hashtagging your posts. So hashtag no simple road on your stuff, man. And then we'll get to see your tacos and your chinchillas and your parrots and, your, and your socks, socks and your dogs. And they that's cool. And porcupine. look, man, it builds community. Birds. It, we get to know each other and that's fun and cool. And it, as Melanie would say, it's sweetie Petey. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time this episode comes out, we should have shirts for sale and look for those at nosimpleroad.com forward slash merch. I don't know if that forward slash is good. Go to nosimpleroad.com and click on the merch page. That's where you can get No Simple Road stickers and No Simple Road shirts. And how cool would it be if you went to go see, I don't know, Dead & Company and you wore your No Simple Road shirt? That would be cool. And you took a picture of it and hashtagged it and you left us a review on iTunes and you were a Patreon subscriber. Especially if you're going to, especially if you're going to the Eugene show, if you wear a shirt there, it'll just be the coolest thing I've and ever And you won't seen. get sunburned. You won't get sunburned because it's at night, isn't it? The sun yeah. stays out in Oregon till like four in the morning. It'll be light till 10 o'clock. Yeah, when we see them. Well, wear your shirt to the Eugene show because that's where I we're think gonna most be, people are going to wear cool, shirts at the gonna, Eugene show. Where are you guys going to set up no this, this um, yeah, show sure that we're putting out today, to or are we just going to keep bullshit? Anyway, you don't have to wear pants. Anywhere. I want to hear about Sala because I wasn't here. Sala, that's it, rude. Yeah. What cutting you guys off from your no, bullshit? No, I don't care about Sala. No, I said I want to hear about oh, Sala because I wasn't here. Because you were bubbling with that. See, guys. You are witness mm -hmm. to the actual moment of miscommunication right there. Yeah. Yep. That's what happens. A lot of the time when we fight with each other, yeah. I'm not just talking oh, yeah. about us fight. in this house. When when people get in arguments, it's all about miscommunication. And if you just stop and listen. I don't know. I don't know. It's sometimes all, it's sometimes all about not, it's, it's not all about Sometimes I people clearly communicate that. things that I genuinely disagree with and then I get in. And writers talking over the microphone, so it's going to sound like shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's Just gonna, stop talking. Can we? Shh, he sounds no, like quiet. Shit no, anyway. be quiet. I always sound like shit. Anyway. Plus, I got CBD treats this week. 
And we're, yeah, Darwin. Darwin treats. So we, we love you guys, and I don't want to keep you from Wait, well, hearing the rest of the episode. Let's hear about Sala first. You're going to hear all about Sala in well, the interview. You set it up, like I did. Sala is the promoter of the LA Grateful Dead Night, and he's also an amazing designer that does some really cool stuff on Instagram and sells limited runs of shirts and other stuff. So check him out at Blues for Sala on Instagram. And yeah, Mel, that has several S's. They didn't hear that part because I screwed up and had to stop recording. But yeah, there's several S's in that Blues for Sala. Yep. <laughs> anyway, wow, you should see it. If, if looks could kill. Come on. So dead. I have nothing to say. Wow. This would be like flattened roadkill. What is that? What is what? It's Aaron. Oh, it's me. It ran over. All right, guys. We love you. Thanks for coming back and Enjoy listening. The show. Yeah. And so, without further ado, ladies and germs, I give you Sala from the LA Grateful Dead Night. This is where I push the button, right? This is the part of the show where. Push the oh, button. and then I bump the mic. And I make a bunch of noise. Don't bump the mic. Don't God bump the mic. Damn it! Right I'll or shush. The baby. Stop oh. talking. Bite me. Oh my God! All right, guys, let's let's call Sala. <laughs> Better call Sala. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I'm, I had to do it. They probably didn't even hear me. Hello. Hello. Hi. Sala. Hey guys. Give me, give me just a second to get this settled. Okay, no problem. Because I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? A little, little bit. Uh, let's see. How about now? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Beautiful. Hey. Good, man. Let me bring you back so I can see you. There we go. Hey, wow. Hey, hey. Technology's a fucking beautiful <laughs> thing, huh? <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Did you ever think, like, when you were, I don't know, nine or ten, that you would be talking on some Dick Tracy video phone shit? I didn't. <laughs> Dude, I hope it's pretty it crazy. Watch, but I still don't own one of those yet. <laughs> you know? Nor do we. Nor nor yeah. do I. But, I mean, at yeah. least the phone is a trip all by itself. Like, being able to call somebody and see their face is the weirdest thing yeah. to me. Well, I like, for me, it's always like, I'll... How do I look on their end? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, man. Those hairs sticking out. What's going on? <laughs> no, let me see. Let me see. No, you're good. No, you're clean. Okay. Everything's straight. Uh, I'm clean. All right, good. I double right. checked before. So, I digress. I'm Aaron. Nice to meet you, man. Hi, Aaron. I'm nice Apple. Hi, Apple. That's nice Apple. And then have you I'm, on. I'm over. I can't. Okay. Do it. Go ahead, Ryder. Go ahead and ruin everything. Yeah, it's cool. Hit the microphone. Hi. Hey. How's it going? That's Ryder uh, over there. So, welcome, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, man. Like, I, you know, Justin is the one that turned us on to what you're doing out there. And oh, okay, rad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty fucking amazing, man. I mean, it's really blown up. So, like, obviously the audience doesn't only knows that you're Sala at this point. Why don't you tell them a little bit about what you do in L.A.? Um, as far as uh, dead-related stuff, um, 
there's obviously there's Dead Night, which is the monthly gathering of us like-minded folks all around LA. Um, I also try to actively participate in the uh, Instagram community and do our whether it's making a tribute art or shirts or stickers. Um, when I first started doing it, the whole Sala thing, um, we were very strong on doing uh, giveaways. We would do community giveaways, and I would hit up other vendors and people that had stuff they would like to donate, and then we would do a thing that we would basically ask trivia questions to people about the dead, and the winners would get a package of prizes, you know, that was gathered up. Um, the last one we did, which was, I don't know, halfway through last year, we got a bunch of stuff um, and raffled it off. And we, um, we made like a little prize package, like it would cost 10 bucks to get in. And then we took all of that money and we donated it to one of the poorest high schools in the States, um, in Milwaukee and gave that wow. gift so the kids can get out and see the art, take them out for art museums, pay for the buses, pay for their lunches. So it, wow. it, it started as a community thing. Um, and along the way, uh, of course, you meet a lot of other like-minded folks that, you know, really want to be involved in this. So it's, it's been a, it's been a trip. It's been nothing but, you know, what you would expect it's it's a pretty rare group to have uh everyone's so involved and so uh foaming at the mouth over a band and, and, and a band brings that many people together yeah Very, I, don't, I don't think you would have that I, I mean you probably have that with some bands in some cases but you know as rabid as everybody is it's it's been amazing and there there's something that i've noticed recently not recently well within the past few years is that there seems to be like this resurgence of yeah. of grateful dead everything and and the mixture of this i don't know the aesthetic of punk rock and the 80s and all that mixed together with grateful yeah. dead because the generations are changing yeah absolutely you know when yeah. i when i was a little young man myself and um I was lucky to see go see the dead. I tell my parents, "Hey, I'm going to go see the Grateful Dead." <laughs> You're doing what? Um, and they were cool. And I was that. I was that group. You know, I was the young guy. And then now going to see you know Dead and Company, and seeing that group resurgence again, it's really really cool to see. Like, you know, you get you get young people that are totally, you know, in their early twenties or you know, in their teens when they're there and they, and you look around and they get it. And it's, it's, it's something pretty special. I mean, especially for, you know, folks like us that yeah. get to, uh, you know, get to see both sides of the pond, if you will. Yeah, I was going to, I think sometimes I know me and Aaron do. We, sometimes we forget, you know, uh, pushing 50. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When we saw Jerry, we were those kids that we're yeah. seeing nowadays at Dead and Company and stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. People yeah. better watch what they say. And, you know, because we were <laughs> yeah. those young ones with the old heads. Like, look at these youngsters. <laughs> right, right. The old, uh, those are the touch heads. Yeah, um, that was us. That was totally us. So, yeah, what here. was your. What was your first um, Grateful Dead 
experience? My first show, um, so I'm going to go ahead and just full disclosure. I just turned 43. So my first show, um, I had gotten out of high school, just graduated, and the dead were playing uh, Los Angeles Sports Arena. And I think that was nine, I want to say it was nine, I'm pretty sure it was 93. Uh, um, <clears throat> at an old, a couple of, of friends that were maybe two years older, and a, a group of us went down checked it out and I remember it I don't I could find the ticket stub but it's somewhere <laughs> in the archives but uh, I remember it being chilly I remember it being kind of LA cold and uh, just tripping out on the, the shakedown before I even went in like how cool people were I'm like what what is this guy selling burritos over here and this guy selling t-shirts over here and you know just hearing terms that I'd never heard before um, you know it, I, I felt like I was in a different different country like I'd traveled yeah off into something else and the smells and the way that yeah were, right I mean the incense smell and the food smell and mixed in with other things that you'd smell and then I remember the show uh, pretty well um, being that it was my first show and now I'd, I'd had some Grateful Dead CDs um, before that point um, right and just like you know I, I knew the songs I probably had I think I had Stolen Roses and Working Man's Dead and one other and, and knowing some of the songs and then but to actually get to hear like I remember uh, one show in particular being in Las Vegas I think it was that same year the following year and we camped because we didn't have any money. And it was in the summer. And that was oh, hot man, as fuck. brutal. But I remember hearing Stella Blue for the first time. And oh, man. It, it blew me away, like floored me. I didn't, this wasn't a song that I had, unfortunately at that point, hadn't heard. And it blew me away. And I remember going back to the campground and making friends with this. There was a group of us and making friends with a, an older couple of heads. And talk, sitting around a fire and talking and asking them about it. And the guy was like, that was Stella Blue. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so that was my first, like, um, real move, like, the moment that moved me the most. Um, right. You know, and, uh, God, it was, there's so many moments. We, we could spend two, <laughs> two hours. Just hey, man, that's, what, that's why we're here. I mean, you know, you know I, I could tell you, like, that first show for me, I mean, I've said it a hundred times on, on here, but it changed everything. It, yeah. it was such a game changer for me. And yeah. and it, it, I don't the rest what of my was, life was different after that. What was your first song that like, you got it? Like, you're like, okay, this is it. I'll tell you like, the, oh shit. The, the first song that like blew my mind and I was like holy fuck was feel like oh. a stranger oh yeah 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 that did it for me I I was I was wearing a misfits t-shirt and combat boots <laughs> and a mohawk and I yeah. thought I was a badass and I walked in and I had I'd been puddled in the lot and <laughs> I walked in and stuff. they were singing that and it was just like how do they know because I did I felt like such I felt like you said, like I was from another country and there was all these people like celebrating this thing that I had no idea was even a thing. Right. right. 
I remember thinking it, it's, I remember <clears throat> pretty well uh, being in Oakland Coliseum. And I don't know if it was a Mardi Gras show that I went to or it's just a regular Oakland show. But I remember thinking, you know, what the hell is everybody else in the world doing right now? And that right here, you know, it's just, I mean, and then you would have the age, you would have the age, uh, like groups, you would have the punk rock kids that were hanging outside and you would have the older heads that had been to the shows and then you would have the younger heads and the casual heads and right and the college kids right right you know but you know i think that's part of the the thing of the grateful dead they have their own way of life their own lexicon the way that they speak to each other you know you have to have respect and yeah that's an important thing in the community is whether you're online doing it or you're doing it in person it's it's important to you know treat each other you know nicely and try not to be are you kind yeah right exactly yeah, are you kind? yeah. but yeah. i mean and that's what you know i think probably pushed you know that's why we're both here now yeah for sure the smaller things we all do because you know it's all about those little moments and the, the grateful dead is a, is a time machine um, oh shit right they, they bring you back to uh it's like you smell something and, and you have a it's that memory lock of oh yeah i remember when i smelled this well that's the grateful dead they those songs are the memory and you know yeah, that's why, I, that's why I still push it hard. Yeah, and you know, you you brought up something too that was a trip for me coming into it. So Apple and I have been friends for thirty four years, and Rhett. came up together and did a lot of psychedelics early on <laughs> together, yeah. and spent a lot of time listening to the Doors and and Hendrix and mm-hmm. you know good 60s music and and the dead to me was all there was always this air of of mystery of, of them to me that something about the iconography of the band and the way the fans were and I just didn't understand it 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 was weird and so in going to my first show you you talk about how it's like this lexicon, how there's like this language that surrounds mm-hmm. it. And one of the things that really, I don't know if it's a personality thing for me or what, but like one of the things that really pulled me in from the get go was like hearing people say, oh, did you hear that Scarlet Fire? Oh, did you hear that Help Slip or oh, the Estimated Eyes? Yeah. And, and I didn't know, I was tripping balls and I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> estimated and I, Eyes. I, what's an Estimated Eyes and who who right. made Frank Slip and what the fuck? <laughs> Scarlet Fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and so and you want to know for me, I wanted to know I wanted to know so bad what it meant. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on the inside of that thing and 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 be able to talk again. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, you know, I remember um, one of those first couple shows watching somebody sit there and write a set list down. And no one had ever explained that to me. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Is he taking notes? And then hitting him up and him showing me and, and looking at, like, help, you know, arrow, flip, arrow, Frank, 
you know, into whatever the fuck wang dang doodle into you know, right. whatever it was and be like, oh, he's keeping a song list. And so later on, I thought, okay, that's a pretty cool idea. So I would do the same. I would bring like a pad of paper or I would write it on, you know, back then when you would have those ticket stubs before you, yeah. <laughs> before you got it on your phone. Yeah. I would write it on the ticket stub, you know, um, and it's not, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, thing to look back on and, and remember, oh yeah, they played that. And then to revisit, you know, with the technology we have now to revisit those shows and to listen to them, there's not all shining moments, but some of them were really, really good. Um, it's just, yeah. it, it, it was a, it was a time and a place and, um, and it didn't end. It's it's so funny no. because I I went away like when Jerry passed away. So I was on tour in in the uh, I don't know ninety one, ninety two, and part of ninety three. Kind of off and on doing West Coast shows, and mm-hmm. things were getting kind of dark, and the scene was yeah. changing, and it was getting yeah. weird. Man, you could feel mm-hmm. it on the lot, yes. and you could feel it coming off the stage, and and. It was like you said. There was still moments that yes. that's why I was going back, yeah. but it was it was changing. And then Jerry passed, and it's very strange, man. Like in looking back on my life now, when I was on tour, I was sober, believe it or not, yeah, and like yeah. vegan and in shape and doing just amazing. And then yeah. Jerry passed away, and I got strung out on heroin and Ooh. was like lost and couldn't find my way and it was i at the time it wasn't conscious like i don't know what to do because jerry's not it wasn't anything like that right. it was just it it was whatever but yeah. in looking back now the only time i've had problems in my life that i didn't feel like i was going to make it out of was when i went away from the music that that's a great point that's a great point it's <laughs> It's so cliche, and I hate, you know, the, the instant thought that comes to my head when you say that is you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right. You know, and, and it's so true, and that's, I don't know, almost like Robert Hunter had a time machine. Like, I know, right? You know? And, you know, that in personal struggles for people, I mean, everybody's had them. And, right. you know, look at you now. Thank God you came out on the other side, bro. That's Thank awesome. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure, absolutely, that was not easy. But, you know, fuck it. You made it, you learned, and on with the next. And at least you know, I'm enjoying the ride. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's no simple road. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> exactly. I, I tell you, it's, um, like I said, looking back at that time and then now right before fare thee well maybe a couple years before fare thee well mm. um so i had gotten married and and raised a family uh-huh. or was raising a family i still am and like i said i had been away from it for a long time my wife like i'm i'm really bummed mel's not here for you to meet her she's an amazing human oh. being um she would even say like I, now I never even heard you talk about the Grateful Dead much. Yeah. She's like, she's like, man, time. I I mean, I heard your stories about you going on tour and, and all that, but you know, you were, you just didn't talk about it that much. And a few years before fairly well, we started going to shows together. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is a part of my life that I'm missing. And, 
I'm married to this wonderful person and I need to show her what that part of me is. Right, right. You know? And so going back after all those years, there was part of me that was like, is this going to be a bunch of old dudes trying to relive, you know, their glory days, like, you know, a Rolling Stones tribute tour or something. And no, I'm not talking shit about the stones. I'm just whatever. And, uh, we went into that first show. It was further in Vegas. And maybe for a minute, I had that awkward kind of, uh, not in it thing. And then all of a sudden it just came back and I was like, holy shit. It never went anywhere. I did. Yeah. You smelled that smell. You remembered. It brought back that memory. Yeah. And and he called me immediately and told me it still existed. And then we all started (laughs) going to shows together. Hell yeah. Yeah. I have to say, when Jerry went on to the other part of the the universe, I hit up as many Bobby shows as I could. Um, I did, I you know, I did the fish thing for a little bit. My older brother was huge into fish at the time, so we would go to shows and it just, I, you know, no disrespect to fish, but it just wasn't for me the, like, yeah, this is it. But they're still rad and, and mad respect. Yeah. But um, we, we did that. And I remember going 2000, maybe 2010 by myself to see, I think it was the other ones at that point. And it's a Greek theater uh, out here in L.A. And um, uh-huh. just being by myself, just cruising around and talking to people and being like, oh, shit, I missed it, you know? Right. It, it, I replaced The Grateful Dead for me for the early 2000s. My replacement was Wing, the, the awesome band from New Hope, right? That yeah. And I would travel with my friends. We'd go see them. And anytime they're in town, you know, I still am the same. Love them. Love them. They're but, a little bit sarcastic and a lot yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, you know, and, and both of them are heads. I mean, they wrote a song for Jerry when Jerry passed on at that time. Called I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, they're, they're heads. They... They both went to shows, and, uh, you know, obviously Dave Drywitz from Ween is the bass player in J-Rad. Right. Uh, I mean, it's it's a weird, uh, as you guys know, when in the Grateful Dead world, it's such a small, small world. You know, like, oh, I know this guy, and this guy that I know knows this other dude that, you know, <laughs> it's such a small world. <laughs> but, you know, ne- nevertheless, an amazing world, you know. Yeah, it, it's all focus. I think um, in the important things, and you know, when you boil boil it down, it's all about you know, literally friends. You know, talking to people, meeting new people. Yeah, yeah. You know, even when you know, I just got back to Mexico. Even when down there, it, it was the same. I mean, people would walk around, walk over to you, say hello, this and that. Hey, here's a sticker. Hey. Uh, you know, hey, you want you want a beer? You know, it was that kind of thing, and it, it was super, super cool. Nothing so gonna- I read that had to have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. I read a um, an article or not an article, a post, I guess, on Facebook recently about playing in the sand, and the guy, whoever wrote it, was just amazing, eloquent, and well put, and he said. 
there's been all these iterations of the dead since Jerry passed. And in his opinion, the other ones were too soon. The dead never quite got there. And further always seemed like it was almost just making it. Right. And, and he said when, when, um, Dead and Company started, he was hopeful, but dubious. And yeah. over the past couple of years, he's seen this band grow into its own thing. And he said that playing in the sand was a watershed moment for him. And he felt like it was for the band as well, because, you know, in the past, you would see merchandise in the lots of Jerry and Brent and Pig and, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But at playing in the sand, it was different that people were handing out merchandise with let O'Teal sing or O'Teal's image on something or Bobby yeah. and, and John yeah. on something yeah. where it's become its own group of fans now. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jeff is, you know, the thing, okay, the Mexico is like, was unbelievable, but the thing for the, for what, I don't know, I wouldn't say the new guys, but for John and O'Teal and Jeff, they all have their moments, but for me, the chiller is that Brent's organ's sitting up there, and Jeff is playing that, and it's just, I never, I wasn't, uh, I didn't know that. To see Brent. Yeah, that Hammond B3 that's up there on stage oh, with Brent Oregon. Okay. Wow. And it, it's just to see that. And then I remember there was a very vivid moment. I was literally in the ocean <laughs> and swimming in the water and watching the show. And they go to <laughs> Jeff, and Jeff's playing that organ. And I'm like sitting in the water, and what, you see the stars are so bright. And you're like, is this a real thing, or am I? Oh <laughs> is this happening God. right now? It was, it was just unbelievable. Um, and then you would have like, you, you didn't need shoes because it's all in the sand. So you just leave your shoes back in, at the pad and roll down with you know your trunks, and that's that's all you needed. You didn't need money. People what? Would just, the waiters would were walking around with beers or margaritas or whatever you wanted and there was free talk you know all the food inside was inclusive and it was unreal and you to see a group of people that were that happy that you know and even the band out of the first night um i can't recall what the opener was at the moment but even the band i remember going okay O'Teal's in john's definitely in jeff's in Nicky and Bill, you're in. Okay, let's wait for Bob. And then I see Bob raise the knee and do the Bob guitar stroke while he raises the knee. And I was like, oh, okay, Bobby's in. And it was it's just, on. They were, they were very cohesive and um, unexpectedly, like, I didn't, of course, didn't expect it to suck, but just for everyone to enjoy that time and that just that quick moment in time. We were there a week, and it seemed like, looking back, it was two days because it was so much fun, you know. And also, Sid, CID Entertainment, those those guys really know how to set up a good time. They had after parties and, you know, they had, like, a karaoke thing going on, which was pretty fun. And What? Just keep yeah, it, it going. Not, it was so just, it was just a constant thing. There was no downtime. Never, never. And the... The day, um, you would either, every day you'd meet up with your friends and you would kick it by the beach or by the pool and uh, you'd hang out and 
you know, try to be smart, not drink too early. Right. <laughs> you know, try. And um, then you would go and you would eat dinner together, you know, and it was like great food. I said we were at the Barcelona where the show was at. So it was just you would walk from your room and we were on the beach side and you'd walk. You know, five minutes right to the show. So wait a a second. Let me get this straight. You can actually stand in the water and listen to the show? Yeah, we were literally uh, in the ocean. Uh, Oh, my my God, dude. We're in the water every night. And that's what they did. They would walk up on shore, grab a beer, go back to the water. Because there was a... You could, I don't know, 100 feet out, it was a sandbar. So you can just stand, you know, and or you can float <sighs> or you can do whatever you want. But it was just, and I I didn't say this, but I, I thought this. And so I think a lot of us were thinking it, but it was like, I think this is what it was like when the dead played Egypt in a, in, right. in a dead and company way. Because... I don't, I can't, that I recall Dead and Company playing anything like that, you know? Right. But it was unbeatable, unbeatable. But I'm definitely looking forward to the next show. I Yeah. So are you, what are you doing for summer? Are you, are you um, what shows? Definitely LA. Um, be there. And then we're going to take a quick, we're going to do the Shoreline. Uh, Mrs. Sala and I and a couple of friends. And then, uh, I don't know. We might keep going. We might not. Eugene. What's going on. You know, with the real world, if you got to get back and do something. Uh, I think I'm going to try to at least go to Chula Vista or something like that, at least. Okay. You know, how about you? Doing any? Yeah, yeah. We're we're going to do Eugene. We're, what we're doing is we're trying to kind of make it a destination for the show. Oh, yeah. Um, we're working on doing that, like setting up a 10 by 10 easy up in the parking lot, maybe in the VIP yes. area and doing a live yes. recording and yes. having it be like a destination for all our listeners. Because I'll tell you, man, it's it's a trip like seeing. So I've been a part of this Grateful Dead family for years. Right. And I know mm-hmm. how it is. I know how the family responds to each other. I know, But starting this show. I didn't expect what was going to happen to happen. I didn't really have a, a like a a conscious intention behind doing this. I just kind of started doing it to do it because right. I like talking right. about the dead, you know? Right. Right. And Absolutely. this thing is growing out of it. And, it, and so I'm right. taking care of that thing that's growing, you know, I'm gardening, yeah. tending the garden. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so and I think it would be really cool if all of us that, are part of this and also part of this Grateful Dead, larger Grateful Dead family got to meet each other in the real world. Because as you know, you do a lot of your stuff on Instagram. Like it's, it's not the same thing to talk online. It's better to get together in person and what better place to do it than at a dead and company show. Absolutely. I, you know, when I was in Mexico, uh, there's a guy that we've been talking, gosh, almost two years now. Uh, he runs a little, uh, page called tumble down shack. I'm, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, such a great guy, and Mike, and we talked and talked and talked online, and finally got to meet each other. The it was the fifteenth. Finally, you know, I told him, "Hey, I'm this part of the beach," and 
this is what I, you know, what I, what my shit looks like around me. So come find me. I'm over here. <laughs> and it was like we'd known each other for years, you know, and right? it was amazing, you know. And that's the same thing with like Dead Night. Now, like we're all the friends that were down there with with me and with all of us. There was a, a big group of us. They're all people that I met through Dead Night. You know, and we were on the fucking plane together, coincidentally, and on the way back, coincidentally. And it's like, you you know, there's no, sometimes in life, there's no coincidences. There's no accidents. No. Uh-uh. You're, you're, you're meant to be there, and fate or whatever you, universe or whatever you want to call it, will put you there. It's just your decision on how you handle that moment. You know, recognize it. Make sure you're present. And because is kind of, you know, is, is not as strange as the word. I like to be one of those people that lives now for today, for the present Absolutely. moment. Not tomorrow, not yesterday. Because you can't change, well, you can change tomorrow, but you can't change yesterday. And right. to be with them all together at the same time, on the same plane, you know, I ran into a dude, I ran into... I was in the airport and I ran into, uh, I was, we were waiting for our flight and I ran into a friend of mine named Alex and Alex plays in this band called the Red Grenadines that uh, plays Dead Night. And I was just like, I know you, dude. And it, <laughs> it was really cool. We and had the same know, experience. And, you know, it's just, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Going down, going down to Shoreline last year, Apple and I, we had the same experience. We go, we get to the airport, and it's just deadheads all yeah. on Alaska Airlines. Like, yeah. and all of us flew down together, and all of us flew back together, and we still yeah. are in touch we with those people. Shows, you know, they reach yeah. out. At- it's crazy. It, it, so, I'm curious. Like, you say you're one of those people that, like, you know, you live in the moment and can't change yesterday. And what's no. the what's the mission for like? Um, for Dead Night and and for you, like, what are you what what are you trying to do? Oh, that's a great question. Um. Well, okay. So, you no. Know, when Dead Night first started, we at this pub anyway. When we first started there, the place that we have it is a very old. Some people would say it's a dive bar. They would say that, but um, it's a very punk rockish bar. And when we first started doing it there, I didn't have, I had shit for plans. I had no bands. I was looking for bands, you know, just out there on the internet, looking, scouring. Okay, then there's a bunch of bigger local bands around in LA. Events has been one of them. Um, right. And that's, you know, kind of be a little, I would hit these bands up. I, I, I would reach out to everybody and, you know, talk, hey, can you, would you be interested in doing this? And, for the first four months we had it there, I would we didn't have a band. What so what I would do is I would go and find you know one of my favorite shows, some '70s show or an '80s show, and I would just play the whole show. And we would invite people in. We'd have we have a shakedown every month, uh, no matter what. This time, you know, at the beginning it was kind of bare bones, um, but the goal for Dead Night is to. It's a monthly gathering, and it's I. The goal is to get everyone that's in this area of this of the country to get together 
and to celebrate it and to make friends and to, you know, make new memories and smell those new smells, you know? Yeah. Right? And kind P- of... Just, Patchouli and B.O., go. Yeah, the family. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of swaggy weed. And, yeah. You know, um, so that's the goal. The goal is to... You know, better ourselves, better the the community, um, reach out more. And it's so after those four months, we it started. Okay, okay, I got this band and I got this band, and it, it became this thing. Then we now 2018 came. So we it was only 2017. So we've been doing it a year, almost a year and a half now. Right. And so it became now it's. There's so many. I don't know if it's because the people are starting dead bands, or if there were bands that I just wasn't aware of out there. But it's they just it's they're coming out of the woodwork in a good way, um, and it's really cool because every once in a while I get a the email or a DM on Instagram like, "Hey, my name's so and so. We play in this band, and da 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 da. We love to play." And always like, "Okay, beautiful." Send me your info. Let's figure this out. And we, the vendor list, um, we first started, we had the same guys all the time. Um, those guys still come around. And now we have, you know, even newer people that are selling their take of, a, you know, a parking lot shirt or a sticker or a pin or, or uh, we have another guy that comes in and sells vintage uh, dead shirts, you know, and it's it's becoming a, a communal thing. Um, my Are you thing, seeing the same people over and over again at every absolutely. every gathering now? Yeah, and then now we're starting to get a lot of like people traveling from you know far away, like Long Beach. Long Beach, Whoa. Pasadena is not an easy jaunt. No, so you know we get we're getting uh, we have two of my very favorite people. Uh, my friends Jeff and Liana, they travel every month from Riverside to Pasadena, and that's a hour and a half one way. Right, yeah. You know? um, but it, it's become this, I think the goal is to just to make it bigger, to get everyone there, to celebrate, to get to know each other, um, to keep it going, to keep the spirit alive. You know, we. That's uh, really beautiful. You know, we I, every month um, there's a new band. Um, every month we have new people, and but you know, without without the the help of the pub, of Old Town Pub, we couldn't do it because I think at first the owner he's a really cool dude. He's probably around my age, but I think at first he was a little skeptical. Like, you want to do what? You want a bunch of what? coming in here yeah Yeah. you want to have grateful dead who's into that shit but you know (laughs) i think so now he's pretty stoked he sees that there's people coming in and you know they're they're happy because they're getting noticed i mean this is a place that's so old well not that old but it's so old it when i first started going there um non-dead night related just showing up to have a beer they used to have a big picture of david lee roth uh, <laughs> Diamond Dave. Yeah, and because it was, you know, it was 
you know, the Pasadena dive bar. And I guess Van Halen had played there back in the day a bunch. So that was just like, wow, holy shit, Van Halen played here. So it's, it's, it's really cool. And, um, so what was the, what was the impetus for it? Like, I mean, you're sitting in this place having a beer with Diamond Dave over the bar or whatever, and you just decided, Hey, it'd be cool to have Grateful Dead night here. Like what was, how did that idea come? Um, well, yeah, well, okay. So there is another, uh, there's a, a bunch of LA heads, um, over here and it was just more like, let's have a place to meet up. Okay. You know, they they do it they do it in New York. Um, they they were first, and um, I I know now that they do it in I believe North Carolina they have one, and they have one shit in I believe they're in Philly as well now. Okay. Um, and it it's just I think I would I would love to see it just travel across the country. That would be just yeah. so good. Yeah, every, you, every state had one. If you but, give us a place to congregate, we will, you know, with heads. That's the thing. You right. give us a place to congregate, and right. we're going to show up, and right. we'll take that. We'll take that short plane trip or something, or that road trip sometimes right. to be there. Right, right. It's a, and it's, you're doing it's, that. That's great, man. Thank you, thank you. And it, it's um, it it hasn't been easy, but it is it has always been fun. Um, right. Now, you know, and that's what's all about. I mean, that's labor of love with anything. There's no, I don't make any money doing this thing. It's just all the money we make at the door, we give it to the bands because right. they're there showing up. They're there putting their, their music on the line and, you know, trying to impress this rabid group of people. And picky as fuck, too. And Deadheads are a picky fuck. bunch. Goddamn right. You know, and some. It, we have there's a band there's been a, a a bunch of them but um there's one band that's out of LA and their original name was Dick Picks right oh Richards 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 Pictures that's right and they um great <laughs> fucking awesome people I mean just so cool they busted out they play they're playing twice this year we've got them coming up but they played last year and they busted out Foolish Heart. And I was like, what the fuck? No one's ever played that before here. And it was so, it was done so well and so clean that that, that was a a, mem- a very memorable dead night. Um, wow. Because it's hard. We've had one band so far, challenge to all you bands listening, so far only one band do uh, Terrapin, and that was Killer. Ouch. Um, but we have, you know, all kinds. It's it's dudes that are some bands show up with their Donnas. Some bands show up. Some are older, old, older dudes. Some are younger guys. You know, um, some of these young cats can sh- fucking kill it, man. Oh, man. I'll tell you, some of these kids, their parents brought them up, or they found it on their own, and they are steeped in it. Yeah. Well, perfect example of that is, uh, you know, the L.A. favorites, the Grateful Shred. Uh, Grateful Shred is, you know, a group of killers. Those guys are. We're working on trying to get them on here. Yeah, they're killer. Um, You know, I mean, that's made up of a super group. You have Dan Horn from Circles Around the Sun. You have 
Austin section who has Austin does its own amazing country thing out here in LA. And then you have Sam and Clay from Apache, who's another amazing band on their own. And they're in the they're in that. And I God, I can't think of her name, but they even have a Donna at this point. Holy shit. So they're yeah, they're they're pretty good and great, great people. But I mean, that's the whole thing is when you meet every time you meet a new band, you don't know anyone's face. You know everybody by name because you talk right. somewhere on the internet, email or whatever. And when you finally meet them and it clicks and you guys get each other, I get them, they get me. It's just like, you know, welcome, welcome. Yeah, please feel free to set your shit up anywhere you want. Do whatever you want. Um, and ju- just get comfortable. Enjoy yourself. This is not a, a, no one's here to tell you what to do. I mean, we, we do, it gets so loose out there that people bring their dogs. Even. There's a, a one guy what? out here. Brings his dog every week or every month. Um, Tiger is the dog's name, like the uh, the special guest every month. So it's 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 pretty cool. And so the, and it, it helps to get the bars loose too. So right, is it <laughs> is it the same weekend every month, like the third Saturday or something? It's, or? it's always on Thursday. Um, the reason okay. Thursday was chosen is because it's. Um, it's easy to call in sick the next day, or you can kind of just... <laughs> I like um, it. Well, usually it's, it's traditionally the second Thursday of the month. Um, but there is a... Um, uh, now it, we just put up a website. And by I say we, I mean Mrs. Sala and I um, just put up an L.A. Uh, dead, so it's L.A.DeadNight.com. So people can see the bands coming up and who's playing what day because before it was all just me on Instagram blasting it off like oh it's this day or this band but now we wanted to have an official place where people could go and look at it and I mean literally we just put it up this week cool so, I'll tell in, you in, in, in preparation it, for this yeah, very cool so <laughs> give it give it one more time so everybody can know what it it's, is it's uh, ladeadnight.com okay Pretty, yeah. pretty easy. I'll tell you, dude, one of the most amazing things that I've seen through doing what we're doing is Instagram and yeah. the power of Instagram and uh-huh. the Grateful Dead community on Instagram. Really just the sweetest people, man. I've met some really amazing folks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, honestly, without those people, without... You know, there's there's the two groups for me. There's the people that have guided and helped me and, and showed me, you know, go down this road, not that road. And then there is the people that support and are just, you know, friends that we just chit-chat. And, you know, they, they get a T-shirt and they send me a message and say thank you. I mean, it's just like, it's reciprocal. It's like, I... I thank them just as much as they thank me and that is amazing I mean you can't you won't find that shit at like a fucking they don't do that shit with the Bieber community no no one gives a shit about that no one cares for each other Um, and it's amazing like I've made friends with some of the the uh, the bigger folks on the on the Instagrams 
and they've been nothing but sweet no matter no matter their status or how many followers or you know that's i think that's a ridiculous thing anyway it's right. all about like you know being yourself and being that's being how cool. we met O'Teal was through instagram yeah and he's super Are you fucking active. kidding me yeah i saw that and i was like wow he- for you guys and then you guys had jeremy on the on yeah jeremy's another powerhouse amazing human yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, you know it's funny just talking to you right now i I have a thought like i don't even know how to put it into words really yet i should have kept my mouth shut um that's unusual yeah i'll tell you (laughs) i see us you know we're of the same age and generation and we're doing our thing through this community and and yeah. building our own deal with it and it, it it's different now than it was when you and I were coming up because when we left the lot there really wasn't a whole lot going on the lot was the thing and yeah. then you had your your group of friends that you went to shows with and that was pretty much it yeah. but now we have this opportunity through social media and the wider scope and reach out there to create these things that we're creating and one of the things that i've noticed and i'm sure you're seeing the same thing is that the younger heads really are gravitating towards this stuff and appreciate it in a way that's different than we had. And we, it seems to me like things like what you're doing LA dead night is, and please don't take this the wrong way. I don't mean any disrespect, but older heads, you know, are kind of taking the younger generation under our wings. Yes. Right. And teaching them how to be kind and, there's the fucking well, come on. There's there's an etiquette to being at a show. Don't fucking blabber while the music's playing and it, all that shit. I, well, you know they did it. They did it for me, and I'm sure they did it for you. The older heads when I was going, um, you know, showed me their gentle ways, or would bluntly just say, "Hey, hey, shut the fuck up, <laughs> stop yeah. talking." Yeah, if you're that high, you know? go out in the hallway or something. Yeah, go throw yeah, up hey, in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> but you know. It's it's that's the way it should be. It's it needs to be passed on. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think after this is all said and done, and you know we're all gone, hopefully it's still moving on, and people you know will remember it. I, I I really hope that this music or this community mindset passes forward and is not lost because this is something that is very unique. Is it's almost like at one point mankind was very, very, very enlightened and very smart, ancient man. And that was all lost at some point. And we're almost living in, in the dead community. It's almost the same. The, the kindness and compassion factor is very rare in this world today. And, you know, this... The Grateful Dead community, whether it's online or not online, it's it's a. I think it's our duty, silly as this sounds, it's our duty to show or teach by. You know, you got to lead by example. You, you absolutely. Can't tell, you can't just tell somebody, "Hey, do it, do this," because this is the way I think. That might not be the way they think. So it's you have to you have to. It's not really coaxing. It's more of. You have to lead by example. You have to show them, okay, 
this is how it's done. And it's like that older dude back in my day was like, that song was called Stella Blue. Like, that right. was his responsibility to tell a young, uninformed person like me what what is going on, you know? Or, hey, man, this is why I'm writing down these songs. Right, right, right. Or, you know, this is why you act this way. And this is why you say, excuse me, when you're passing by somebody. You know? Yeah. And it's, not, it's You're not entitled. This is not just for you. This is for all of us. And it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's crazy, but you know, well, I, I, I love it. One of the greatest things about the Grateful Dead that benefits all of us, and there's like it's kind of like a recorded manual because there's no other band mm-hmm. I know of where it's been being recorded on audio since the beginning. Right. At our right. age, we're still getting treats once in a while of a sh- an unfound recording or somebody finds some tapes that were in storage for 30-something years. Yeah, the years. Betty Boards. Like the lost so, Betty Boards, right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just, so yeah, and like you said, the time machine thing. Every time we listen to those recordings, all of us, we've been to those shows in the 70s. We were there. I felt yeah, it. Yeah. It was, you know, yeah. it's it's one of the incredible things with them, and it, it continues. And now it's like coming back and just building momentum again. It, you know, when I, that's a great point, and it's it's all, like you said, it's it's a book of rules. And uh, there's <laughs> there's a show that I always go and listen to, and it's two eighteen seventy one. And 21871 was the first of the three famed ESP shows. Uh, it was the first show without Mickey, and it was the very first Warp Rat. And there's a segment in there I'm sure you guys are familiar with, which is Dark Star into Warp Rat, into Beautiful Jam, back to Dark Star. If that's not a manual without words, I don't know what is, because it's, it's just amazing. I mean, it's really it's communication, and the great the Grateful Dead themselves individually are all pillars of their own. But when you put them together, I, I'm saying this word. I'm sure I'll get corrected, and people will be like, "What a dummy!" <laughs> but it's the guest. Is it the guest halt? Guest halt? Gestalt. You know, Gestalt. See, I'm gonna get bagged on by some. No, you're not. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> but it's that. It's that. It's that group mind. It's that. That thinking. You know. It's the. You can communicate without saying the like you said the manual. Um, yeah, and we've we've come to to realize and accept the fact that telepathy is a thing, and we can yeah, say it, and we all know it, and it's real, yeah, and absolutely. fucking that's it. Yeah, absolutely. When I was in um, Mexico, I was lucky enough to take some time to go to Chichen Itza and to I've walk been. around that. I've never seen a, a something on this side of the world so amazing. It, there is this very trippy moment that inside of the Mayan ball court that if you clap or yell, it echoes. And it, it echoes seven times exactly. And I thought to myself, Jesus, that's so wild that these people built this, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. And it's still communicating. You can, back thousands of years ago, you could clap and that shit would echo seven times. And here we right. are in 2018, it's still echoing seven times. 
that is the Grateful Dead. That's true. You know, you could, you could go back to 1970, 71, 73, oh, shit. and that echo is still there. And you can listen to it now in 2018, and if you're smart enough to listen correctly, you will hear it. It doesn't take much for you to listen to hear that, but you just have to be, you don't have to be fucked up. You can be <laughs> bone sober. But it's just to hear it, to realize it, is the moment that you're like, wow. Well, there's you know? there, there has to be a, uh, I, I don't even, a disconnect between hearing and listening at some yeah, point absolutely. you've got to be in the in the moment if you're it's, if you're listening to the music and thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner and what you're what you got to do right. at work tomorrow and all that kind of stuff it's no it's not happening but if you're in it you're in it right right you live in that moment you might as well be there it you know like i said earlier the grateful dead is a, is a time machine um they will make you remember where you were they'll make you feel uh, feelings that you know, oh, whether it's a good feeling or a, a you know sad feeling, or they they make you feel, and that today is still somehow going on. Um, Dead and Company has you know the moments. It's it's not about you know I think because we've all seen Dead cover bands. Right. But it's anyone can play a song, but it's about playing that moment. And I remember one, but one uh, person in one of these bands, and I, I God, I wish I could remember who said it to me. But they said it wouldn't be Grateful Dead music without fucking up, because totally. that's how, you can't play it exact. You know, there was always little tiny slight mess ups, and that's what made that special. And that's what's still making it special. Yeah, live. And that's and still today. I mean, that's what's making it special. You, you, you brought up something earlier and you made me think like talking about compassion and being kind and the kindness and in the community and all of that. One of the things that I've experienced through the show and we've had some listeners over to the house and we've taken a couple people to a show that had never been mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And one of the things that has struck me odd is that kindness and compassion are are looked at with such um what's the word I'm looking for they're so blown away that you're nice yeah yeah it, it and it's such a it's such a, it, it's not yeah it's kind of scary for some people it and is. i think they they're wondering like what's your fucking agenda yeah right, what's like, your angle you want something yeah and when when really man all i want is for you to have a good time and to feel part right. of something and to feel love and to know mm-hmm. what it's to know what i'm experiencing <sighs> you know and to do it together and right. it's so strange to me because you know that seems like the easiest thing to do is to be kind. It it is for 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 the folks that know the difference. It is for the folks that do not know the difference that have That's never fair. experienced kindness. Unfortunately, they yeah. don't. They don't know. They react to it with, "What the fuck does this guy?" Suspicion. Want? Suspicion is exactly it. I mean, you could have if they could write you off as this guy is a what a hippie or they can you know say some shit like that it's so woo 
it's yeah, they can just write it off. But it's really what it about is is, you know, taking literally, dude, living in that moment, taking that time. It's not even it it doesn't even apply as you guys all know it, it doesn't even apply to just dead shows. It applies to the real world. No, so man. You have to without the pe- there's more shitty people than there are good people. And you know, fucking hey, lead by example. Be the person that stand not not really stand up, but you know, change the path. Take the yeah. other side of the road, you know. And, and it, that's it's the rad small thing. Things. It's the small things. You know, it's it's having a conversation. It's getting to know somebody. You know, even if they're just barfing out their entire life story, like I'm doing now. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, this is great shit, man. Yeah. You have you have to stop and appreciate that moment. And those moments do come back to you, but you have to be able to look for them correctly. They're not going to show up as a fucking prize. They're not going to show up as, oh, you were so kind to that person. Here's a free whatever. They, you have to look for those moments. And it's not really a, it's a, if you speak loudly, the universe speaks louder back to you. But you just have to know to listen. And, you know, it's all what wow. you do. We're here very quickly. This is a yeah. <laughs> fucking blink of an eye. And if you don't take that moment to, to, to see your friends, your new or your old friends, your family, to tell them you love them, to spend that, to spend a few hours with somebody, to go to a show with somebody. It, then what that, the that's the most we important do? thing. Yeah, we were just shit, talking right? about that last couple of days and stuff. About yeah. you said that well yesterday, in the last few days, we're talking about the most important thing is we're like getting older. Is, is uh, the most best commodity is time, time. Yeah. not money, not all the other things that we all the trappings of life. But the most important thing is time and taking advantage of that time and experiences. Time and experiences. I get older; those are the two things I want more of. Well, you, you you know, just like everybody, you think back and, oh, remember that when we did that? Yeah. Well, those yeah. were fucking great. But we still have time to do that again. It's just a choice of wanting to make it, you know. And it's a choice yeah. of, of of going out of your way for somebody. And you've got to remember, if you do go out of your way, and I'm sure we've all learned it, it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's going to reciprocate that back and be nice and cool back to you. It doesn't always mean that. But no. The real- the reward in that is knowing that, hey, you know, I'm, I, uh, I'm being I'm me for a better purpose. I'm here to, yeah, and to, I'm gonna be me and be kind, right. even if you're not. Right, right, exactly. You know, and we've all encountered. That. <laughs> oh, Darwin! Darwin wants to be on the show. Sorry. Oh, Darwin! Yeah, I got. Oh, I got I got pretty weak. Uh, my cat over here, he's like itching to jump on the camera. I'm like, stay wait, over wait. there. Stay over M- there. Mini wheat? Mini wheat? Yeah. Mini. He's a. Mini- oh, shit. Oh, he's cool. Mini wheat's cool. Yeah. Hi, mini wheat. He, he's a prote- He's looking at like, who's gone? Yeah. And he's sitting but, on the yeah. warm computer. Yeah. He, <laughs> he protects the secrets in that computer. <laughs> so guardian. So uh, something that's funny this is this has nothing to do with anything that we've been talking about but your Instagram picture the picture of Sala yeah. from mm-hmm. the very first time I ever took acid uh-huh. 
my brothers were a couple of nut jobs and I was 12 years old and they took me, they dosed me and took me to go see Indiana Jones in the temple of doom. Oh, man. <laughs> oh my God. That must have been rough. I, it was, it was, it was something else, man. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah, the, they weren't very responsible older brothers. I, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Fucking thank God, because I got me here, and I'm talking to you. And yeah, yeah. Amen you know, to that, that. You know. Amen to that. Exactly. It. You know. It all. It all goes around in circles. And like when you asked when we talked a while back via Instagram, you're like, "Would you like to be on the show?" And I was like, "Holy shit! Yeah, of course." You know, I would love to. I was stoked. I was like, "Wow, I'm honored." Well, you know, we are but, too. No, honestly, it was like, like, wow. Okay, cool. And then before we did the show, like today, you guys, we called, you called me. I was like, all right, uh, what am I going to say? Uh, oh, I was, no. I was, like, I was like, all right, fuck it. Just, just, just roll with it. You know? I'll, t- I'll tell you a secret, man. Before every single interview, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> a mess. And the second I hit record, I, I'm, fu- I'm fine. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and calling you. I didn't have I had some of that but I didn't have as much it was funny I was I was making coffee right before right after I texted you two minute warning or whatever and uh, I was in there I was like wow I'm not really as nervous as I usually am like just calling another brother yeah and yes. he said that this morning this is no big deal be like talking to one of our friends that and he is one of our friends back in the day yeah. you know honestly that's exactly the same experience I had when you guys call, it was like, oh, these guys totally get it. Within the first two minutes, I'm sure if we, Thanks, we man. rewind back to the first two minutes, there was a lot of, uh, uh. But <laughs> yeah, you got to check each other out and, right, and right, right. get comfortable. So right. I don't want to keep you all day, but I want you to throw out your stuff one more time for everybody because people are high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're not paying attention. Yeah, no problem. Um, so you can find all information about uh, L.A. Dead Night. It happens in Pasadena every month on Thursday. You can find all the information at www.ladeadnight.com. It's pretty easy. Right, we list all we'll- the bands, and it's pretty straightforward. It gives you the dates and the bands and who's playing. And a contact if you want to contact. But hmm. yeah, pretty straightforward shit. And then you're also you also sell some shirts online too on Instagram, right? Yeah, um, I do that. I um do my tribute to the greatest band in the world, and I make my version of the uh, the online lot that we all on Instagram are in. Um, right. Uh, every once in a while, inspiration will strike and. Um, go and print those shirts sweet but, yeah it, all right man that's my favorite part of it though i, lo- I love <laughs> you know I, love- I think at some point we need to come down to la and do a live no simple road taping from the la oh, grateful dead night that, you dudes are so welcome anytime fuck yeah you, you can stay at my pad i got a guest room for you Wow. Well, he's got a, Aaron's got a, his daughter. My daughter's down there. there. But yes, oh, I, yeah. we may take you up on that. And you know what? If you ever come up here, same goes for you, man. We got a nice Absolutely. place and you're welcome I to come crash it. here. 
And, yeah, you know, for real. Hopefully, real life, like you said earlier, for real life yeah. and you know all our responsibilities provide. Man, I I know we'd love to go come down to Shoreline. Yeah, Dude, I know Dodger Stadium is kind of is a kind of a big place, but if you guys like get a wild hair and you come to LA, you let me know so we can do some high fiving. Absolutely, oh, yeah. you got it, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, take care of yourself, and we'll talk Thanks soon, okay? Thanks, for having me. It's been great. See you, man. Later, brother. See you soon. Hey, this is Solid from L.A. Grateful Dead Night. Thanks for listening. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcast. What does that mean? Osiris is a place where you can discover great music and cultural podcasts. If you like this one, go check out OsirisPod.com and get in the loop. Osiris partners with Relics Magazine. Check out relics.com for music news. city without its music. The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey music fans, we wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy.